0: Welcome to Now I See, a place where people share their eye-opening moments and how it changed the way they see themselves, their world, and their place in it. We hope you'll be encouraged and inspired by the stories you hear, and challenged to see things in a whole new way, too. Sit back and enjoy this show that we've prepared especially with you in mind. I'm your host, Kitten McCarty. Our guest today is Londa Knack. Welcome, Londa. Hi. I'm so glad you're here today. Landa is the director of the Grand Prairie Cat Crew in Grand Prairie, Texas. Born and raised in Texas, Landa retired from her own small business and 25 years in the corporate office of Verizon. She brings her business and corporate governance experience to lead a host of volunteers to foster and rehome kittens and older cats, to maintain feral cat colonies in conjunction with the city's trap, neuter, and release program, and to create awareness and raise funds to provide food, shelter, and medical treatment for cats in need. Londa loves spending time with her husband, her daughter and son, and two granddaughters. Londa, I see you as a doer, a teacher, and a motivator. You are passionate, energetic, generous, and kind. How do you see yourself?
1: I'm a, a strong-willed person. I'm a tenacious. I'm a detail-oriented person. Perseverance type of person. When I commit to something, I do it. I'm trustworthy. I'm dependable. And I'm a very hard worker. How did you come by
0: those things? What was it like for you growing up?
1: Uh, I was an emancipated minor. <laughs> So um, I didn't have anybody else to depend on but me. And so uh, when it's you, you, uh, you're the only person you can depend on. So you do that.
0: Well, and those things have certainly served you well, not only in the business world, but as a director of a volunteer organization. It can be a challenge to get volunteers to help. Yes. Um, it's one thing. <laughs> it's one thing if you're paying them, you know, it's a oh, job for them. Yeah. It's a different thing altogether to motivate them, and you've got a huge crew that helps you. So, I'm yes. uh, really excited about that for you. Um, so, let's talk a little bit about how you got into uh, Grand Prairie Cat Crew. Tell me, first of all, why? Why did you do that? I didn't really see that coming. Um,
1: I was uh, volunteering part-time for the Grand Prairie Animal Shelter, uh, fostering uh, kittens for them. When they needed help, they would uh, reach out to some of their volunteers. And I kept hearing about the Grand Prairie cat crew through other volunteers there, and So I started volunteering for the Cat Crew. Um, They had more things to volunteer. More, it was a a more variety with them. It wasn't just fostering, and um, they had a bigger need. uh, I felt like, and so I got a lot more experience volunteering there. Um, And by the time I, I had retired from the corporate world. Um, I had uh, more experience with that there, and so I just—it was just a natural fit to just move on into uh, to doing it full time. So Did you
0: have a cat growing up?
1: We always had a cat in my house. Always, I can't remember not having one. Do you have a favorite? <laughs> oh, out of all the cats mm-hmm. we had, mm-hmm. probably the one we had when I was a child. We had a cat named Delilah. a large calico Delilah she was uh, I think we had her she was 17 or 18 wow when she
0: passed away that's a long time yeah she was an awesome cat oh that's fun that's fun. So yeah. that Delilah was such a part of your childhood memories. Then yeah. I know having a cat in the house was a big thing for our family too. So many of our memories were tied up there. Cats are wonderful in that they um, they always know when you need them. I could always tell which girl had a rough day at school. But when they came <laughs> home, the cat would go sit on them. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that's the child I need to focus on. They had a wonderful yeah. way of knowing who needed them. Um, yes. Why do you like cats? Do you um, like all animals or just yeah. especially oh, yeah. cats?
1: I love all animals. We we always had big we had big dogs okay. in our house, and uh, I always loved dogs too. But uh, the the cats were just easier to move around with, and uh, so um, and they were independent. You know, more aloof. They didn't need you per se, but they were with you because they wanted to be with you, and so I kind of like that attitude. And dogs to me were needy, so <laughs> I just like I like the the fact that it's you know whenever they were there with you and curled up in your life, it's like I'm here because I want to be. I could leave any time, so I like that. You have a strong pendant street too. Yeah, maybe that was
0: appealing. I d-
1: identify with that.
0: So, <laughs> so tell me. Um, why specifically you got involved um you said that it, you wanted to do more than fostering what more did you want to do
1: um after i had retired i had a lot more time and there was such a big need at the cat crew and there wasn't much of anything you couldn't do there um but you know there was uh, besides the fostering we had um um, opportunities to um, um, I'm trying to think of all the stuff we have um, the shelter we have a shelter project where we build shelters for um, citizens in the fall for uh, cat for the cats in the winter time so they have a place to stay warm um, and then we do uh, fundraising events and um, we have a uh, a food program for colony caregivers to help them uh, supplement their their uh, colonies uh, with food, and then we have uh, drivers that take the food to the colony caregivers once a month. They volunteer their time to do that. Um, we have donation bins around the city um, for people to just you know drop a couple of dollars in or some coins. You know, that all adds up uh, after a period of time, and then we had, um, uh, we loan traps out to the citizens for free so they can trap these uh, feral cats. Um, We have lots of programs you can get involved in. Uh, We also have a new service. Uh, We just purchased a universal microchip scanner so we can uh, scan uh, for cats and dogs, for citizens, when they uh, find an animal and they want to know if it's microchipped. They don't actually have to go to Petco. They can contact us and we'll do it for them.
0: Wonderful. Um, you also help animals with, with special needs and with medical yes. needs. So, And that's such an important thing, too, because vet care can be so expensive. Um, yes. Well, we're assuming that our listeners know what the Cat Crew is. Can you tell us about Grand Prairie Cat Crew and its mission? um yes um
1: we have um the cat crew one of the first things that it did our founder is uh, barbara de grand and she set up the tnr program with the animal shelter and she was the one that, that worked with the animal shelter to get it set up the ordinance was passed in 2018 Um, And the shelter now runs that uh, program exclusively. Uh, We just help trap animals now at this point. Uh, Everything else is is done by the shelter, thank goodness. So very grateful for them taking over the program and running it. Um, They take care of uh, having vets to take care of the program and the vet techs for the program. Um, and they have animal control officers to uh, get the animals back to uh, the locations where they were picked up originally by the citizens. Um, so we did that, it was our original mission was the, was the CATS for the TNR program, and n- mainly what we're doing a lot of now is the veterinary care program for um, animals that are um, homeless, stray uh, cats and kittens who are injured or wounded or singleton kittens that you'll find around the city who are separated from their litter or their mamas. Uh, we will take them in and get them veterinary care.
0: Now, well, you've got a couple with you right now. Tell us about their needs.
1: Uh, the cats we have that I'm <laughs> having in my home right
0: now, brown. Well, you, you told me you have one. You picked up a feral. that. Oh, I yes,
1: I have brown staying in my laundry room right now. He's uh, living in a huge, rolling um, kennel. He, he was attacked by another feral cat, and he has uh, bites all over his body. Um, he went into the—a uh, citizen trapped him after he saw the wounds all over him. He trapped him. Uh, he reached out to the cat crew and asked for help with the cat, and we loaned him a trap so he could trap the cat. And then he took him down to the animal shelter so they could take him through the TNR program. But that the way he described the cat to me, I knew this cat was gonna need more care than that. And so we, I picked the cat up from the shelter after he had the surgery. And sure enough, that cat was in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And he had bites on his arms, his legs. He had a terrible bite on the back of his neck so I took him to a private vet and we got him treated and uh, he's going to have to stay in recovery off the streets for two weeks so he's living in my laundry room and uh, I am not reaching in that kennel (laughs) that is a dangerous cat so I'm not reaching in there he uh, he allows me to put food and water and change his litter box and and all that but um, once his two weeks are up, I'll re-trap him in there and then I'll take him back to the neighborhood that he came from and then I'll let that citizen release him
0: back to his colony. But- Lots of people have pets um, and they assume the responsibility for the care. But one of the things I love about Grand Prairie Cat Crew is that you're caring for the animals other people don't care about. They're wild, right. uh, they're feral. Why is it important to have feral colonies?
1: The, the feral, well, there's probably something like between 70 and 90 million cats in the, uh, in the United States. Half of those cats are homeless. Wow. I had no idea we I had so many homeless cats. To me, that's just unforgivable that we do a terrible job taking care of our cat population. So um, a great number of those cats are feral cats who have never had a home. They're just completely totally wild. Some of these cats are domesticated, and through no fault of their own, they lost their home. Some people lived in an apartment with them, whatever, and they moved off and just left them behind, which is horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, I just if you make a commitment to an animal, make a live up to your commitment, and they they don't, and they leave them. And so the cat crew, um, we, we finish off that commitment. We get them the medical care that, that somebody had promised them before. We find them another home. Um, we, we just don't leave them there on the street. Now, if it's a feral cat, we we know they come from a colony somewhere. So we get them fixed so that they can't reproduce, and then we allow them to return back to their colony to live out the rest of their natural life because um, there's no way they're going to be able to live in a home. So at least they're not reproducing. And um, so they just stay with their colony. And that's that's how that works.
0: I think... Uh, th- a problem for homeless cats too is if people don't spay or neuter their cats they don't know what to do with the kittens Um, and so they just dump off the kittens or they take them to a shelter and so then those uh, animals are left to fend for themselves so I love that uh, the cat crew is there to help as a resource to tame these kittens up to get them home ready uh, to make sure they get the medical care they need and then um, you say that you're doing, <laughs> your organization has a great uh, placement right for cats that have been abandoned and I'm so happy about that um, what would you What would you advise people about the spay and neuter program
1: um, we, we uh, the shelter will loan a trap uh, to people for a refundable deposit of $40 um, we loan them for free to people you just sign a trap loan form um after you trap the cats you take them down to the shelter and then just let the shelter know where you live and then either you could pick the cat up and take it back home with you let it spend the night in the trap at your at your house overnight to make sure that the cat's not bleeding that it's awake that uh, it can eat it can drink water that the cat is is Um, recovered enough so that the next morning you can release that cat back um, out into the neighborhood. Um, The cat um, um, is dependent on you to make sure that all of this is is going on at that time. Um, If you don't pick it up, then the animal control will return the animal back to your neighborhood for you. That's a, a service they provide once you bring the animal in. Um, and then they, it's up to them to make sure the animal is awake and cognizant to, and aware that it can protect itself when it's released, and, and that's how that works. Um, they just want to make sure that the, the cat can take care of itself um, at that point. Uh, so if you release them before they're awake, uh, they can't protect themselves from predators, um they can't get out of the sun or out of the the cold uh to get to a place where they- where they're safe, so
0: do you know how many feral cat colonies are in our city
1: there's absolutely no way for us to know okay uh we if for the colonies that we know about um we don't disclose where they are so that nobody could injure those cats okay good it's it's a big secret so <laughs> People there's some people that want to harm cats. Yes, and so we we don't disclose where any of the colonies are.
0: I so do see that on social media, and that's always surprising to me. I think a lot of um, people are uncomfortable with cats that maybe dig in their flower beds or spray on, uh-huh. on their property, and I don't think they fully appreciate the benefits of having a cat in the neighborhood and how it keeps the uh, population yes. of uh, rodents and other undesirable animals in the area. Correct. Um, so. Once you uh, have a fixed a feral cat or
1: a homeless cat, they can be really, really good neighbors. Um, all that howling under your window at night, all that fighting, uh, all that female and heat, all that stuff goes away. And
0: marking territory. Yeah, yeah,
1: no more spraying into your front door. It all goes away, and they become quiet, nice little neighbors they're very good companions to have in your neighborhood. They keep the rodents down. Uh, they're, they're, they're genuinely nice to have around once you get you get them fixed. And you always know when there's a new cat in the neighborhood that's not not fixed because the howling starts again. <laughs> and that's when I climb up in the attic, bring a trap down, set it, and I catch that the new the new guy. That's come into the neighborhood, and I get him fixed, and then everything gets quiet again.
0: (laughs) Yes, spayed and neutered animals can be such nice pets. Yes, they can. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll have more of our conversation with London Ack. Like Londa, most of our listeners are the kind of people who like to do good in this world. If you're one of those people, and I suspect you are, you will want to check out our website for causes you would be proud to support. Thank you for your participation in our Summer of Giving as we helped Ukrainian refugees through Bridge Builders International, Kenyan orphans with our friend Nathan Oloumu, and students in the Philippines with Bob and Debbie Long. This month, we're turning our attention to needs right here in our own backyard with people like Londa Nak and the cat crew and last week's guest, J.J. Orsik, and his friends at the NeuroFit Gym. Don't forget to mark your calendars for the NeuroFit Bowling Challenge Saturday, August 6th from 11 to 3 at the AMF Spare Time Lanes in Arlington, Texas. For more information about that exciting event, visit neurofitnessfoundation.org. That's neurofitnessfoundation.org. Click on events and programs at the bottom of the page, and you'll be able to register yourself or your team to compete in the event. To learn more about the organizations we've featured on our podcast, visit our site, nis.media, and check out our featured causes page. When you're on our site, check out the growing list of great summer reads on our authors page. Catch up on any of the blogs and shows you may have missed, and be sure you're signed up for our weekly newsletter and monthly Bible study. As always, we appreciate your support by sharing this show with your friends and leaving a good rating and review so others can find us too. Now, back to our show with our guest today, Londa Knack. We are back from our break with our guest today londa knack the director of the grand prairie cat crew so uh, londa before our break we were talking about what the cat crew is and how you got involved let's talk now about some of the things that you've learned as a member of that cat crew
1: well i've learned that people think that the uh, we on the grand prairie animal shelters website it um States that uh, it's the section about the TNR and the community cats page, they talk about the Grand Prairie Cat Crew on there. And so everybody seems to think we're part of the animal shelter, and we're not. <laughs> and so they call us and they're like, could you please come pick up this cat? Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oops. <laughs> we're not actually part of the animal shelter. And so we've had to try to explain to people that we're not really part of that and so um that's uh, um it's kind of hard to differentiate that for mm-hmm. people because mm-hmm. it, well it clearly states on the city's website that you're you that you're part of this and so like no we are part of the tnr program we we help with that but we're not actually part of the animal shelter mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And you
0: do similar things, but you do so much more. So, um, in terms of taking care of extended medical needs or um, some some other things, and
1: we don't rehome cats, and we don't do um, actually adoptions and and those kinds of things. That's the city. That's what the animal shelter does. So,
0: let's talk about how people can get involved. And maybe you'd like to give a shout-out to some of the people who have been involved that have been so important in the success of this program.
1: Um, We have um, lots of opportunities, uh, volunteer opportunities for people. Um, We have uh, uh, Charlene Lipinski is uh, one of our board members. Charlene is not here locally. She is in League City, but she makes a huge impact with her ideas, her fundraising ideas. She is a genius with these i mean it's like what do you just sit at home and think of these things <laughs> some people are like that she she is i mean the things she comes up with it i'm just like i would have never thought of that but she's been very very helpful helpful with those things um even though barbara de grand retired as the uh, founder of the care crew we've managed to get her to come back to help us out with a lot of the the things that are going on with the cat crew and so she has been helping us a lot with like north texas giving day with the online auctions that we do Uh, without her a lot of this stuff would be impossible we just don't have the manpower to do all of this and she's done it all for so many years that she could just step right in there's no uh training time for barbara she's just I'll do it she's just huge help and she's got so much experience with it and she likes to just let me stay in the background and do this please okay thanks (laughs) so uh she's been a huge help we have a lot of fosters that, that like to do bottle babies they uh like just you know take care of the little bottle babies that don't have the mom they've lost their mama and um they nurse these little babies, and uh, that's a... Uh, With an
0: eyedropper every uh, couple of
1: hours. Some that of is them a do special... That. Some, of them, a special some mm-hmm. of them do syringes. Some of them do little actual mm-hmm. little, bottle, well, little bottle babies. I, yeah. I never. Heard Heather heard Gilbert does those, okay. and um, Heather's one of them. Mandy uh, Procevic does the bottle babies, uh, we, we have quite a few people that does the, uh, I'm trying to remember who else does the Well,
0: kittens are adorable, uh, little puff Well, balls. you're up every two hours. <laughs> yes. You're the, yes, not getting yes. a lot of sleep. <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs> that goes on for weeks. Yes, it does. So um, we, we and then we have medical fosters, Lana Cabato uh, is, a, she was a vet tech for 17 years in her former life. So she takes care of a lot of uh, medical cats that so we have. Uh She's, uh, we're very fortunate to have her. She's an overachiever type person, so.
0: Kind of like yeah.
1: you. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of things she hasn't done. Mm. Um, and she's got five children on top of that, so. She is t- an overachiever, my yes, goodness. <laughs> she is. She truly is. Uh, so we're very thankful to have people like that. We uh, we attract those, and I, I thank God we do. Uh, we really need them and so uh she's been a a huge help to us
0: i think there are a lot of big-hearted people out there who would love to know how to help so you tell me that coming up you're going to have a build uh, for shelters for animals uh, when the weather is inclement before we get to that though we're in inclement weather right now yes um with triple digit heat in in our area in Mm -hmm. north texas are there any special precautions people should be taking about outdoor animals or their feral colonies
1: yes Um, we need to make sure that your cats have and your dogs have water Um, and it's okay to put ice in your water and let go ahead and let it melt out there it'll still keep the water nice and cool uh, for several for an hour or so and so uh, we I do that with my cats I put water and and ice out there and uh, my cat's my like cats love it. They just are like, oh,
0: we got ice. This is great. <laughs> I like to play with it, too. <laughs> they love it.
1: Um, and so, um, and, and, and you know, make sure that they have uh, the wet food. If you can afford it, wet food is always good for them. Unless, like I said, it, it, um, wet food provides that needed moisture that um, the cats uh, don't get when they're not drinking. And uh, cats are notorious for not drinking in a lot of water. Uh, so wet food's good for them. Um, and they just need to make sure that they, they stay fed and more and, uh, hydrated. Um, so yeah, that's one of the things that we, that they need in the, in the summertime. And I, so we, ch- I check my cat's water bowls twice a day.
0: Cats do like the heat. I mean, I've observed mine sitting out on hot pavement, just laying out on hot pavement. Nah, uh, not, not in this heat. <laughs> this as, is different. But if you suspect that an animal is in crisis, what would be some symptoms to look for? When, when would panting?
1: Okay. pant, because the cats sweat through the pads of their feet, they don't have any other way to do it. So, um, you know, you might, if, if you see a cat in distress, you need to get it to a vet. Pretty, very fast. Um, they, they don't have any other way to express that, and, and panting is uh, a sign that they're in distress. So I, I would be leery of that. We keep our fan going on our back patio in the afternoons, and that's where our feral cats go in the afternoons. They go back there and, and lay under that fan. I, I was surprised, but they do every day
0: good shade and and a moving breeze and some of these days when it's just been so hot and, and yeah. there's and no air and their
1: ice water bowls
0: <laughs> yeah good good um so the shelters that so circling back to the idea of the shelters the shelters that you'll be building this fall are to house cats during the cold weather right to keep them out of the the wind the rain the cold temperatures so how does that work
1: um we um, get uh, Sometimes people will donate the supplies to us or the money for them, and then we'll go down and, and buy the supplies to build them from uh, places like Target or Home Depot. Um, we get the material there, and then we buy a lot of straw. Um, uh, so like hay will mildew and mold and stuff, and so we buy uh, lots of straw and Uh, We will replace the straw for people that get their shelters from from us. We'll replace it for them every six months or a year if you need it replaced. Um, You just call us up and say, hey, I need new straw. And um, you just come come get it. We'll just bag up fresh straw for you. And you just throw out your old straw, put it in fresh straw, fluff it all up for your animals. Uh, My cats can't wait for the day that it's a (laughs) fresh straw day. Everybody, they just run in there and check it out. They do like to
0: nest. That's fun.
1: Yeah, they go in there and mash it down, so it's all ready for them.
0: You also say that you have a need for food supplies. What specifically are you looking for?
1: Um, Just uh, We we usually get like 16 to 22-pound bags of uh, dry cat food and then cases of uh, wet food. Uh, you know, Purina, Friskies, um, uh, you know, any of those name, name brand, like those are just normal brand. Uh, they're not, you know, the super fancy brands. Uh, the feral cats are not particular.
0: (laughs) That's right. If they're hungry enough, they'll eat pretty much anything.
1: Yeah, they're very happy to have a meal.
0: So feral cats don't need litter, but the cats that you're fostering and the ones that you're um, housing that are recovering from medical, do. so you're also accepting uh, donations of litter as well?
1: Correct. Yes, thank you.
0: Okay, and sometimes you need drivers. Tell me why.
1: Uh, We have people that uh, donate their time once a month. Uh, They go by and pick up the food. Uh, we have it split up by sections of town, and uh, we don't we, we drop off uh, donated food to uh, people that are, need to uh, uh, supplement their colonies, need their food uh, supplemented for them. They can't like they might be a little short that month on food or they might have a, a temporary uh, budget problem at on you know that month or. For, three or four months they realize they're going to have a problem meeting the needs uh, and so they'll reach out to us and and we'll help them out for three or four months uh, we have some people that just don't have the they're like disabled or on Social Security and they just financially just don't they just can't do it and um, most of those people are such are senior citizens or uh, they're disabled and we help them out too um, And so the the drivers bring food to them each month, and then they can feed their colonies for the month.
0: And it's so important for people who are disabled and for um, people that are living alone or retired, to have a companion. And so we really do encourage uh, people to have a pet. It's so good for their health, and it's so good for the pets who are homeless. They need somebody to love them. Um, And for the medical expenses, which mount as you take in uh, animals that have been caught in in, um, fights or uh, maybe were stuck in somebody's garage and, and um, you know, abandoned for a while. Uh, you right. were telling me earlier about a situation where somebody had been hoarding cats and uh, then when they passed, all these cats were there and they needed medical attention. They needed to be rehomed. And um, so there, there are always uh, medical needs, which can be pretty right. expensive. So how can people give give cash? You said there were donation boxes around town, but for people right. that are out of town, can they do that through your website?
1: Yes, we have a donate button um, on our Facebook page, which is the for the Grand Prairie Cat Crew. And we also have a donate button on our website, which is www.gpcatcrew.org. And um, I'm trying to think if there's any other place you can donate. Um, PayPal. You can go to PayPal and donate. Um, by just putting in our uh, um, email at gpcatcrew uh, at gmail.com.
0: Okay. We will include all that information in our show notes in case you were someplace where you couldn't write all that down. We do want to have that information available to you. We'll also have that on our website on our featured causes page that will take you directly to that, uh, that site where you can give. As we close out this show today, Londa, is there anything that you would like people to see more clearly as a result of our conversation? Um, yes. Um, I'd like people
1: to understand that somebody else isn't going to come along and and take care of an injured or sick cat or kitten. These are the cats of Grand Prairie, and they are the responsibility of all of us. They're ours. Good, Good. they are,
0: they are. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I've so appreciated uh, you coming, uh, bringing your experience and your expertise to create awareness about this uh, wonderful program in our city and ways that people can get involved and maybe be better pet keepers themselves. So thank you for your time. And listeners, we'll see you again next week. Thank you. We're so glad you were able to join us for today's compelling story. You can find out more about our guest today by reading our show notes or visiting our website, nis.media. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Special thanks to the team at Headset Radio for their technical expertise, and to Becky Salazar for our bumper music. See you next week.